You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, one, and Reddick hits it high in the air and deep to right field. Santana is back at the wall, looking up. See you later! We're tied at one! Josh Reddick goes deep. And the Astros not the score. Reddick's 10th. What a huge pick me up for the Astros. Josh Reddick. A moonshot to right field. 2 2. And that is lying. Deep to left field. Kiss it goodbye. Yuli Gurriel, a walk off home run in the bottom of the 10th. Astros win it 2 to 1. Curiel's eighth of the year had been a frustrating night for him. Hadn't hit a ball out of the infield. But he got that one out of the infield and into the Landry's Crawford boxes. A lot of great pitching performances by the Astros. And a huge, huge home run from Reddick and Gurriel. And here is Josh Reddick joining us now in the Astros dugout. That home run in the eighth <laughs> inning. And Josh, just take us back through that. That at bat in the eighth inning against Anthony Bass, pitcher you'd had some success against before. What what were you trying to do? What were you looking for there? I was trying to go deep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we haven't had much offense over the last week or so, so um, I said, heck with it. I'm going to try to get this game back in the hands with us and get us a tied ball game and uh, put a good swing on a really, actually a really good pitch that he, he threw. I just... I, I did what I was trying to do. You know, how many times have you gone to the plate and tried to hit a home run and actually done it, Josh? Not many. Not too many. But, uh, you know, I, I usually tend to give myself one swing, depending on where we're at in the game, to, to get that uh, yeah. that off my chest. And after that, it's it's grind and then try to get on base however I can. But there's, there's nothing wrong with getting one of those big swings before you get to two strikes. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event, held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th, include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the golf. Stay for the park. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros take on the Seattle Mariners in the second game of a three-game series. Astros with a 2-1 to win in 10 innings yesterday as Yuli Gurriel, a walk-off home run in the bottom of the 10th. Josh Reddick also homered in the eighth inning as the Astros improved to 51-32 and on the year. First in the AL West, four and a half games ahead of the Rangers and 15 and a half games ahead of the Mariners, who are last in the West with a record of 37 and 49. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, it's Verlander Day, as Justin Verlander gets his 18th start of the year today for the Astros, and he has a chance to move past Jim Bunning with eight more strikeouts into 18th place all time on the strikeout list. Yeah, really cool stuff, and it's fun, and we've seen it probably four or five times this year when he passes a legend, and then Jim Bunning, certainly a legend, and he's the last pitcher before Justin Verlander reaches 1,000. The next uh, man he'll face in that list at number 17 is going to be in the 3,000 range. So we're watching a Hall of Famer right now pitching at the top of his game, maybe getting better as we 
we speak right now. And one thing we'll know, he'll pitch a pretty good game and probably give up a home run or two. That's right. That that seems to be what happens with Verlander, but usually solo home runs That's right. for Verlander. Meanwhile, it's Yusei Kikuchi on the mound for the Mariners. Left-hander, rookie from Japan, was very successful in the Japanese league before coming over to the United States. Third series, the Astros and Mariners have played against each other, but it's going to be the first time the Astros get a look at Kikuchi. Yeah, they've been very careful with Kikuchi. He's made the same number of starts as Verlander, but he's pitched about 30 innings less so far this year. So uh, they're making sure he's uh, adjusting over to playing Major League Baseball because they only pitch about once a week over in Japan. He's got decent stuff. Uh, He's given up a few homers himself, uh, but he flattens out. He throws those breaking pitches. If they get below the knees, they're pretty sharp. Above the knees, they're not at all. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, we've seen the Astros certainly have their offensive struggles this season, and uh, or of late, I should say. And uh, Astros able to pitch really well yesterday. That was yeah. obviously a big key against the Mariners team that that's been scoring runs and been playing pretty good baseball coming in. They have, and they scored about as many runs as anybody in baseball in the month of June, averaging about five runs per game. So what Miley was able to do and the guys coming out of the bullpen uh, was, was give them a chance. And, and you win an emotional game like that with the big walk-off homer that Gurriel provided. And I think that has the type uh, of carryover effect that you're looking for for this team to get on another good roll. Coming up next, we will go into the coach's corner as we'll chat with Astros bullpen coach Josh Miller. And a little later, we'll hear from Tony Kemp. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back. And if you're at Minute Maid Park... Head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Josh Miller, Astros' bullpen coach. And Now you've gotten a chance in your first year as a big league coach. Been to a few different cities now in the American League, some in the National League as well. And, you know, that bullpen and the atmosphere in the bullpen with some of the fans with as close as they are can be kind of interesting. What are some of the, uh, in your experience so far, the the more difficult spots uh, out in the bullpen when it comes to fan interaction, let's say? Yeah, uh, it's an interesting experience at every new ballpark. Uh, Like you mentioned, it's new to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say thus far, Seattle Earlier in the year, we were there on a weekend, mm-hmm. and it's like basically in a bar, and so the f- <laughs> the fans get pretty rowdy and let yeah. the guys have it. They're like within arm's reach. Um, yeah. You know, New York and Boston, the they're the the fans do a pretty good job staying into it and, and letting you have it. But it's been a neat experience, and the security guards at all the places have been very helpful, and nothing has really gotten out of line. It's interesting you say Seattle, like New York, Boston, you expect it, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's just how it is, whether you're in the bullpen or on the field or dugout or what have you. But Seattle, I think that would that would surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I think I think it did. You know, the last time we were through there, it was a little bit different. Uh, We were there during a week, so the 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 attendance wasn't as high. It wasn't Mm -hmm. uh, as full in the in the bar area they have down there. But I was not expecting it and uh, you know the the fans have a pretty good lighthearted nature about it, but they, they let the guys have it pretty good. Are there ever, I mean, obviously you're focused on what you're doing and you're trying to block out distractions just like the players are, but are there ever times when you hear someone with a pretty good dig and maybe you don't acknowledge it, but you think to yourself, 
All right, that 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 was that was pretty solid. It it happens uh, just about every day. Um, <laughs> I found that one of the one of the better uh, mechanisms we have to curb it is for me to acknowledge it, maybe get involved and and direct some of it to me rather than the player. Um, uh-huh. But it's 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 different. You kind of get a feel for it. There's been a few times where we've had to send security over to uh, have some some people that are being inappropriate uh, removed or calmed down, and and that, that's worked great every time. With some of the the younger players. Uh, that are in the big leagues for the first time is that sometimes a bit of an awakening because I mean you get fans around bullpens in the minor leagues but it's a it's a much different scenario yeah I'd say that's all part of the of, of being up here and, and and it's a different atmosphere different energy uh, all of it uh, you know it's it's taken place and it's it's eye-opening it was to me at first and still is it in new environments and it is to the young guys too you pitched 10 years professional baseball Astro system Philly system also pitched a little bit in independent ball who was the uh, best player you played with and the best hitter you faced in your time in the minors? Um, that's a tough one. I would, I would say, you know, I was drafted with Ryan Howard with the mm-hmm. Phillies. Uh, we played together for parts of our, our initial short season and then parts of um, one year going forward before I uh, was released from the organization. Uh, I played with Hunter Pence here with the mm-hmm. Astros. Those two probably stick out as the two best players I played with. Um, hitters that I've faced, uh, Joe Maurer, Mark Teixeira, Robinson Cano, probably are the three guys that I've faced that stick out as, like, you know, the, the headliners. And uh, I did get them all out at least once. At least once. That's, that's, that's important. You know, you talk about playing with Ryan Howard and Hunter Pence and your time in the Phillies and Astros organizations. Was it pretty obvious? I mean, both of them were high draft picks. Was it pretty obvious that, all right, these guys are on a, on a different level than, than most of the other players here? Yeah, it, it wasn't uh, difficult to see how, you know, they were head and shoulders above the leagues that I was playing with them against. And then also, as far as our, you know, roster of players, like, you know, the, the BP they took, the way they... We're, we're going about their work. There was just a different level of athletic ability and, and, and just awareness of the game that they both had and stuck out for sure. You played your last two years of pro baseball and independent ball at the Somerset Patriots. The manager of that team when you were there was Sparky Lyle, a really good reliever for the Yankees and a few other teams, a Cy Young Award winner. What was it like playing for him? Uh, Spark was great. Um, kept it light. Kept it fun. You know, it was a it was a neat experience in Somerset. We had good teams both years. I was there, guys that wanted to be there, and and we ended up winning it and got to the uh, the championship the next year. And it was it was fun. Uh, you know, Spark did a great job of uh, you know getting the group of guys together. It's a different animal being an independent ball. The right. managers and coaching staff kind of are also GMs, and they're acquiring the players and putting the roster together. So you know, he's involved in that way as well. So he did a good job, and it was it was fun to play for him back then. Josh Miller, Astros bullpen coach. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Robert. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. There's no better place to be a kid than at Minute Maid Park. So join us for a day dedicated to kids on July 7th. Inflatables, games, and so much more. What more could you ask for? If you love baseball and you love fun, the ballpark is a place to be. On Sunday, July 7th, join us for Kids Day. And 10,000 kids 12 and under will receive a Carlos Correa Youth Replica Navy jersey. Presented by Exclusive Furniture. For tickets, visit astros.com slash kidsday. Welcome back to Astrolance. I'm with Tony Kemp, outfielder, infielder for the Astros. Is playing all around this year. And second base, man, Tony, for not playing there in, in the last couple of years a whole lot, man, you've really, you really come out shining. You, you feel pretty comfortable out there, don't you? Yeah. Uh, you know, just like riding a bike. 
you know, no no spring training reps there in the uh, in uh, in February and March. But um, you know, just worked really hard when uh, they said, "Hey, can you play second base again?" And you know, dust some of the cobwebs off and got comfortable after like game two or three, and uh, just felt good out there. Felt like I was just you know playing in college. You know, as somebody that, that hasn't played the, the middle infield in a while, it's a little different now though with the shifts and trying to turn two with your back to maybe the throw and things like that. How, how have you adjusted to that? Yeah, it's a lot more communication, especially when uh, there's three infielders on the right side and uh, you have to make sure that that ball in between uh, you or Bregman or you and Whitey is, uh, you, have to, you have to talk because it's, yeah. it's one step and that ball's through or someone's diving and uh, it doesn't look good when everybody's <laughs> looking at the ball through yeah. the infield. So uh, it's a little different. It takes, uh, there's a little adjustment period to making sure you put your body in the right position to throw to first base, but after a little bit, you get used to it. And when you're playing shallow right field every once in a while, do you worry about the lip between the dirt and the grass? Make sure you're far enough back <laughs> or, or close enough in where you can get the ball in the dirt. Yeah, I hate it. It's tough because uh, fielding balls on dirt and fielding balls on grass are two completely different things. So uh, whenever there's a hard hit ball, I either try to go eat it up on the dirt or if it's a Sunday hop way back and I know it go right into my glove at my chest so just use your cannon just 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 use the arm any way you can <laughs> yeah all right we got it we got bragging rights in, in the clubhouse now that's uh, right college world series that's uh right. Vanderbilt your your alma mater yeah you guys came out victorious that was that was fun for you wasn't it yeah I was I was talking to Hinch in the in the food room the other day and I kind of said now I understand what a proud alum means uh you know when you're in college you don't really understand because you're 18 19, 20 years old, and you have alums come back, and they're smiling and getting. You're like, wow, they're okay. They're coming back to their college. But once, like your your school does something like win a national title, and uh, you know do all the good things, you are a proud alum. So uh, being able to wear the hoodie, the Vanderbilt hoodie around, and yeah. uh, everyone's telling me to close the yearbook, and I ask how many <laughs> how many national championships did their school win. Oh yeah, that's right. So that's why their yearbook's closed. That's why their yearbook's closed. Yeah. So. Uh, it's great, especially uh, Corbin. Everything he does for that program is uh, is unbelievable, and, and I'm just really excited for uh, him and his family. And you guys still live close by. Uh, do you get a chance to go work out with the team in the off season? Yeah, so uh, we have an alumni room, and uh, everybody there's about 15 to 20 guys that come back each off season. So uh, guys, what do you mean like, alumni room? Uh, so they're <laughs> anchor down. So there's like uh, the facilities. It's like a batting cage and. Uh, off to the left of it, uh, Corbin's built their own like alumni locker room. Wow. So like, when the guys go back and work out and stuff, we don't have to go back and figure out where we're gonna go work out at a different facility. So he invites those guys around. I mean, it's a great recruiting tool. Obviously, having uh, guys in the big leagues around and guys who are working their way up there. So uh, being able to see the guys like Austin Martin and Ethan Paul and Julian Infante and JJ Bidet, those guys and. Uh, there's an area where you can look down on the cages, so being able to like see their swings and mm-hmm. you know watch them adjust the barrel through the zone and, and little things that uh, you know you don't really learn to once you get into pro ball. But they had the it factor, and so no surprise how well they did this season. You guys were playing against great competition in college. Who were some of the guys in the SEC when you were going to school? Jacob Stallings and uh, Colin Moran. Adam Frazier went to Mississippi State. He comes back and he has a house in uh, in Nashville as well, so he works out at Vanderbilt with us. Uh, you know the list goes on and on. There's so many SEC guys that are, that are throughout the throughout the system. You got Austin Nola hit his first career home run last night. Yeah. He went to LSU and uh, he was there my freshman year. And he was a little older, but you know there's so many guys from the SEC uh, that are in the big leagues now. It's uh, you know it's not a, it's not no lie. That it's the best baseball in college.
in your whole life, Tony. You were an everyday player. Uh, what's it like, this adjustment coming to the major league stage? And uh, every once in a while you'll get spurts where you'll play for two or three weeks, but then more times than not you're, you're back out there kind of sporadic. I know it's tough, but how do you stay ready? Yeah, I think uh, just knowing your role is, first of all, important. And, uh, hey, like we have a bunch of all-stars on this team. We have, a, we have really good talent. And uh, to be in the role that I am, you know, it's you just have to take every day and treat it like the same, like you're starting. And uh, once you do your cage work and your machine work, you have to – that's treated like your game until you get in there. So uh, it's, it's, I think it's, it's more mentally draining when you're not playing because you're trying to prepare yourself to when you get that pinch hit or when you get that pinch run or if you have to go in on defense. And uh, you never can be caught off guard, and uh, you just always have to be uh, ready and be prepared. And, uh, you know, it's tough once you get, like, sporadic at-bats, but – uh, you just have to treat each day like you're 0 for 0 and uh, don't dwell on the past too much. You have to live in the moment each day and uh, attack with a good attitude. When you know you're going to get four ABs, how much different is the adrenaline spike when you just get that one AB? Oh, yeah. The, uh, you know, there's always when, when they look at you in the eyes and say, hey, uh, you're on deck. Yeah. And that's, uh, it, that's how you know you love the game, when, you, when that, that heart starts beating a little faster and uh, you can feel the, the juices flowing a little bit more. But, you know, when you get one AB, you can't. Hey, it is what it is. You get your pitch and you strike out, you get a hit. Hey, great. You just have to move on to the next one. But when you're getting four at-bats, you can kind of spread it out and uh, be pay- more patient, more aggressive in, in certain counts and in certain at-bats. So uh, just take everything with a grain of salt, and you just got to enjoy doing it. Last thing with Tony Kemp. Tony, i got to ask you on a personal note, not as a, as a team, but on a personal note, what's been your favorite moment so far as a major leaguer? About five weeks ago on a Sunday? <laughs> the walk-off was awesome. Um, you know, I'm probably gonna have to say I'm probably gonna have to say the home run in the postseason last year. The Astros got two in the third. A homer by Springer and an RBI single by Reddick. Camp lifts one down the right field line, and it is a home run. Tony Kemp unties the ball game. Four to three Astros. Kemp does everything. Just kept it fair and just got it over the wall in the right field corner. What a bolt by Kemp. In the ALCS, that was, that was a pretty special moment. Um, you know, to be on my first postseason roster and just yep. contribute to the team. And uh, it's, been a lot of, it's been a lot of hard work. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to my friend the other day, and he was like, you know, you just gotta, you got to stay on the saddle. And uh, he's been my friend since fourth grade, and he said, hey, if you're going to cut down a tree and it takes five hours, you're going to spend three hours sharpening the axe. So it's, uh, it's all about how you prepare. It's all about uh, the, the mental adjustments and the, the physical adjustments. And, you know, people forget how hard this game is. They just want results, results, results. But, uh, you know, that's how you prepare each day, and you just got to come to the field each day in a, in a, in a good attitude and, and work your best. There you go. You always do, Tony. You're a big, important part of this team. Thanks for catching up. I appreciate you. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.